Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If you are a Marine or have a family member... That was a Marine. You probably know that's the Marine hymn, and it's the anniversary of the founding of the Marine Corps. That's why we're playing that today. Happy 247th birthday. A number of Marines have pointed that out and are wishing each other uh, Semper Fi indeed. Uh, older than the country. 1775, the wow. Marine Corps. Wow. Yeah. Fantastic. And uh, the Marines, uh, as well as our, our soldiers and sailors and National Guardsmen and Coast Guard folks and the rest have been protecting our country and our rights for our entire history, including right now. And sometimes they run run into really, really rough times, whether through injury, brain injury, uh, illness, post-traumatic stress disorder, whatever. And Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is there for them and does miraculous work for them. I mean, it's they save lives. So we're raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station this week with a goal of hitting a half a million dollars by close of business tomorrow. It's very easy to donate. You go to armstrongandgetty.com and donate. And uh, um, uh, I'm going to hit you with the total here in a second. But some of the people that have donated, this just came in two minutes ago. Jack's Holy Sock in for $1,000. $1,000. Wow. 
Thank you, Mr. Sock. You see, you can donate under your own name, anonymously, or you can make up an allegedly funny name, as so many do. $100 from Erica the Goldfish. Can I feed her? If you don't know that story. It's, oh, it's a classic on the show. Stop bringing that up. It's so <laughs> weird. Uh, to 25 bucks from Remember the Edmund Fitzgerald. <laughs> what the hell? Donald Trump's comb over in for 50 Fifty dollars from resist. We much, we must, and we will much about that be committed. <laughs> yeah, well played, sir yeah, thanks, or madam. Well thanks played. for getting the whole sentence correct. That's absolutely amazing. But let's get a total because that factors into a challenge we've got. We've got to get a total first, right? To be able to know where we're going. How are we going to get to where uh, we need know. to be sure. without knowing where we are? The time for us to do what we are doing is time. Gladys, hit the uh, hit the drums. Gladys was in the Marine Corps. Appreciate your service, Gladys. Um, we're currently at $243,926. Let's call it $244. It's, it's, a, it's a fine amount of money, but it's nowhere near where we need to be. I'm sorry, $244,000, not $244. That would really be yeah. coming up short. No, we're currently at $244,000. So how are we going to kick this thing in the ass? Give it a kick in the ass. We have a fabulous benefactor uh, who's done very well in this country and has vowed once again that he will match uh, uh, whatever is donated in the next half hour, starting right now, up to $50,000. So, in other words, if you've been thinking of donating and you're going to give 50 bucks, it turns into 100 this next half hour. So now is the time to go to Armstrong and Getty. Dot com and to do the very simple process of donating. And if $10 is all you can afford, hey, God bless you for giving what you can afford that's great and uh, and our fighting men and women who benefit so much from these, these programs. And I should mention, four-star charity navigator rating, the highest rating you can have, incredibly efficient with your donated dollars, unlike a lot of other organizations that purport to care for vets. Anyway, we won't talk about that too much. But if you can only afford $10, great. If If you're wealthy... If you've done well, if this country has been great to you and you can afford a hundred, a thousand, ten thousand, do it. We regularly have folks who give a thousand dollars plus, so uh, do it. Give till it's a little uncomfortable. That's always, you know, our policy around my house. Yeah, so we'll check back in on that uh, soon. But if you're going to give, now is the time. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. There's a big banner. It's super easy. It'll take you two minutes. ArmstrongandGetty.com. Speaking of military ventures, in this case, a horrible, evil, stupid one. The Russians going into Ukraine. Well, Putin going into Ukraine. I don't think the soldiers wanted to do it. General Mark Milley was given an update on where things stand in the war. And uh, the numbers from the Pentagon right now are more than 100,000 Russian troops and almost as many Ukrainian troops are estimated to have died or been injured in the war so far. So almost 100,000 casualties, dead or injured, on both sides since wow. February. Wow. That's really quite amazing. And for what? Well, and for what? Well, for Ukraine, for de- keeping your country and defending your family and trying to keep your wife from being raped and your kids from being killed. That is yeah. something. For the Russians, yeah, I don't know for what. Yeah, yeah. Wow. How about that poor Brittany Griner, the basketball player? who got set to a penal colony over the weekend, a location unknown. I don't know if she's aware enough of history to be as scared as she ought to be, the poor girl. But, uh, you know, I don't want to say out loud what I'm assuming, but I know what the history of Russians is and the way they treat women uh, militarily or in their prisons. So uh, she's we got to figure out a way to get her out of there. 
Well, let's hope her value as a bargaining chip will give her some protection. Um, and there's some Russian spy or whatever, or some oligarch whose yacht got confiscated that we can swap out. Right. And, you know, we made this point yesterday. I think it's worth making again because I have a feeling we'll get a text or an email or something saying, hey, dudes, this guy, this woman's like, uh, she won't stand for the anthem. She's an America hater. She's a woke, blah, blah, blah. You know what? She's young. She's an idiot. She's our country woman. I don't She's care about that. She's being held by an evil dictator. I don't care about that at all. At all. That's I why wish- I'm. Yeah, I wish she wasn't making the point. I wish she didn't have that attitude. But we can't let other countries grab U.S. citizens and throw them in jail. I don't care what their politics are Mm -hmm. or what they think about anything. Putin, Iran, whoever, they don't get to grab U.S. citizens off the street and throw them in prison. Yeah, a little more united in the United States. I'd sure as hell love to see that in the uh, days going forward. And I, you know, I'm, I'm mildly optimistic that that might happen. Yeah, God, I, I, I'm shocked that she's still there. I would have thought we would have. There would have been some agreement made already, and I'm not uh, blaming the Biden administration. I, I just, I don't know, who knows what Putin's trying to hold out to get out of her, mm-hmm. or what, yeah. what value he thinks there is there. He's holding it back for who knows what. He's a freaking evil lunatic. Well, we wish her well. I have a feeling some sort of negotiation is going on somewhere, but. How do we still not know who controls the House or the Senate? I know. It's it's inexcusable. Talk about actual threats to the United States. The perception that our elections can't be trusted. It, it, it That's a fatal poison in our system. That's not a, an issue, a problem. Uh, it, it's beyond a constitutional crisis. It's a like it's a, it's a poison. I know the mainstream media looks at it as Trump's fault. We uh, we and anybody being fair points out that, yeah, there's plenty of election denying going on, going back several cycles, okay? But where the rubber meets the road is, as we've expanded the time you get to vote and all the different ways you can vote, has faith in the elections gone up or down? Right. It's nobody talked about this at all back when you had to show up on election day and pull a lever. As it's gotten more fair and more equitable and more blah blah blah, our faith in it has gone down 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 down. Right, and for reasonable reasons too. You have people blanketing the landscape with millions of ballots. Who knows who got them, who didn't? You're allowing harvesting. You let people vote for a month or six weeks before the election. You don't count some ballots till four days later, for instance, in Nevada. And it just, it's, it's a terrible idea. I, I, we need to appoint some bipartisan commission to balance access to the ballot box with the fidelity of the vote. Now, they would come out with a report. It would be even-handed and wise, and we would ignore it. But um, we need to do something. And uh, and if we don't get this right, I don't think any other issue is going to matter going forward. I'm wondering with the changing of the uh, the makeup of the parties, if maybe there'll be a, some sort of bipartisan agreement on some of this stuff. So I think Democrats had cynically been making the argument for years that look a lot of our voters are uh, are uh, poor and uneducated and barely paying attention and we need to really make it well if the crowd that actually is poor and uneducated and barely paying attention tends to vote republican which a lot of polls would show you uh is it's leaning that way the republicans are becoming more the party of the 
of you know that crowd. Um, I wonder if that will change. You'll so see a, no, you'll see a one hundred and eighty degree shift in attitudes among uh, politicians of the two parties. You'll hear Democrats saying, "Hey, we get we can't have people voting willy nilly for weeks. This is terrible. A, uh, elections will get stolen because they have no freaking principles." Which is why both sides have to come together and balance those two competing goods. Yeah, I saw a proposal floating around on social media yesterday: the idea of everybody coming together and you have to have your mail-in ballot in by election day so they can start counting them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't seem like a crazy. We ask so little at this point of the voter. You just, you, you just, whenever you get around to it, you don't even have to figure out. You don't, you, you can't find a stamp or know the address or how to vote. We'll send you somebody got no to your ID. Home. There's no way <laughs> right. to know who the hell you are. Right? You don't. You haven't figured out a way to have an ID of any kind to make your life run. I don't know how you buy anything or do anything i don't know how you get a library book or buy something at the grocery store without an id but even if you haven't figured that out we'll so yeah we are asking nothing of voters at this point right which gets you way down the line toward this is so willy-nilly how can i trust the results right i hope there's i hope we get this fixed through a couple of cycles yeah, yeah. So there have been uh, a couple of things said that are overtly racist uh, around the election and other things that are, of course, being ignored in the mainstream media because they are from the left. Uh, but uh, racism watch coming up. Okay, cool. And I do want to get to a little of Mike Pence wrote a piece for the Wall Street Journal today, My Last Days with Donald Trump, that I found fascinating. I suggest uh, segment three, nice long uh, chunk of that. I actually uh, think a fair amount of it puts Trump in a pretty good light, too. I don't know what, you know, maybe you were expecting, but um, so we'll get to that at some point. Yeah. And again, go to armstrongandgetty.com, donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. If you want to join in the conversation, here's our text line, 415-295-KFTC. didn't win enough democrats didn't lose as much everyone was walking the streets today like are you happy are you happy are we happy yeah the country is finally united under eh. it was a strange night it's not often you hear someone excitedly say it's okay we only lost the house for both parties it wasn't great but also not terrible it was the political version of eating at tgi fridays Wow. Why, why, did wow. TG, why did TGI Fridays come in for a kicking? Wow, that shot came out of nowhere. Wow, sucker punch. Ow. New York Post cover. Remember yesterday they had DeSantis's The Future? This is uh, New York Post, which has been pretty Trump-friendly for a long time. Their cover today is Trumpty Dumpty and how he's, uh, <laughs> how he's done, more or less. So That's, that's just childish. Hmm? That's, not, that's not helpful. It's kind of funny. So this is something. This the whole, you know, I, I warned the left that they were doing this, and now they've done it. I hear somebody is racist. I don't even pay attention. And racism's ab- abhorrent. It's terrible. 
But I just, I can't take it seriously anymore because, A, everybody's called racist all the time for ridiculous reasons. And, B, the left can say anything the hell they want and never get called on it. (laughs) For instance, you got uh, people like Jen Psaki. You remember her? She was the last competent uh, White House uh, spokeswoman. Uh, she was, uh, she was trying to explain away how, in particular, in Florida, how Ron DeSantis and Republicans had just kicked butt, uh, kicked culo, I should say in Spanish. Rep- uh, let's see. DeSantis won 55% of the Puerto Rican vote. 50% of all the other Latino voters in the state of Florida won historically blue Miami-Dade County, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, uh, Jen Psaki leapt to caution that, listen, the Latino vote is not the same everywhere. Um, that's what those of us who aren't racists have been saying for a very long time. Stop trying to put people in pens. And she said, uh, there are huge generational differences in Florida of older voters, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Socialism does not play there in South Florida. And there's a massive disinformation problem in the Spanish language media. And so a bunch of uh, Hispanic commentators are coming back and saying, that is the oldest damn trope that Hispanic people are too dopey to figure out how to vote, and we were misled. Cut it out. Wow, yeah. Uh, let's see. Here's uh, MRC Latino director George Bonilla called the comments a malfunction, multifunctional trope. The remarks show what's uh, what the left cannot have or control. They disparage since having lost significant chunks of the Hispanic vote over the past few years. They've gone to this old trope of Spanish language disinformation. It's a trusty trope, a reliable trope. It's a malleable trope. Um, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he said of DeSantis. <laughs> now, that's he a good band name, Malleable Trope. <laughs> Malleable trope. <laughs> I mean, people would squint. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> uh, of DeSantis, he didn't pander to the Hispanic community on immigration, but he treated Hispanics as parents, as people with aspirations, people with jobs. Wow. Imagine that. A political party teaching or treating, uh, you know, minority people as if they're not just the color of their skin that they're fully human with hopes and dreams and responsibilities hey republicans keep doing that so anyway there's more to this story but again i'm not going to go on and on about uh, the racism thing because i want to talk about this and i really i want to talk to the people from fire which used to be the foundation for individual rights and education but now because the aclu has gone full advocacy they don't care about free speech anymore fire has become essentially the new aclu they protect free speech wherever they find it and i'm way in favor of that I'll tell you the reason I bring them up. The University of Chicago had offered a course called The Problem of Whiteness. The course description says this seminar examines the problem of whiteness through an anthropological lens, drawing from classic and contemporary works of critical race theory and approaches whiteness as a pigment of the imagination with world making and world raising effects. So just overt racism. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing. Obviously, you can't picture doing that with any other skin color. Oh no! I mean, can you imagine? It wouldn't. If somebody even proposed it, they would lose their job. No, or if they were a student, they'd be expelled. That's you find out they do it in a meeting hall over there with the doors closed. KKK stuff. Right. Well, fire came out and defended the university offering the class. They say academic freedom's freedom. Um, we're not going to start censoring professors. If they want to try to teach this stuff and see what happens, they should be able to do it. I don't agree. We don't really have time to get into it. More on that later. Okay. 
A bunch of stuff to talk about. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You sit on it, 1,000. Nickname of late Texas football coaching legend, All Phillips. Amy. What is Bum? Bum Phillips is correct, taking you to $2,800. You sit on it, eight. First name of Ms. Hill, heroine of a racy 18th century novel. Amy. What is Fanny? That's correct. <laughs> sit on it, six. Jupiter has dozens of these, including Europa and Io. Uh, Matt. What's Moon? Right. I sit on it, four. Shake this term for pirate treasure. Matt. What's booty? That's it. Sit on it too. Hot cross bread items. Matt. What's buns? That's it. Wow. That's the first wow. Jeopardy category I've ever heard that I would have gotten every one of them, I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the category was like your butt? You Butts? sit on it. Yes. Butt, butt, butt related <laughs> euphemisms was the category for Jeopardy. Wow. I remember when that show was brainy. <laughs> Euphemisms for your hind end. Good Lord. Uh, we'll hit you with a, a total update on Warrior Foundation coming up here in a little bit. Give now, Warrior Foundation. Uh, go to armstrongandgetty.com. 
Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Just go to armstrongandgetty.com. Don't don't try to memorize the name because you'll get the wrong organization. So I'm not going to read this whole thing because it would take 15 minutes, according to what it says here in the Wall Street Journal, and I'm not going to read for 15 minutes. That's a weird sort of show. Uh, I'll hit you with just some of the highlights, but if it doesn't hold together, realize I'm skipping parts, and maybe you want to go back and read it. It's Mike Pence. He wrote this himself uh, for the Wall Street Journal. It's Mike Pence, My Last Days with Donald Trump. The subheadline is, I supported legitimate challenges to the 2020 vote counts. I also recognized that the Constitution didn't give me the authority to override the voters, and I followed my conscience on January 6th. Uh, you mentioned earlier that you don't think it's just a coincidence that this lands two days after the election when uh, Republican candidates are starting to square up to challenge each other to be the next nominee. Right, and that uh, there's a widespread perception that maybe the Trump train has run out of track. Thirteen days after the 2020 election, I had lunch with President Trump. I told him that if his legal challenges came up short, he could simply accept the results, move forward with the transition, and start a political comeback, winning the Senate runoffs in Georgia, the 2021 Virginia governor's race, and the House and Senate in 2022. Then he could run for president in 2024 and win. That's actually a pretty good plan. Yep. He seemed unmoved, even weary. I don't know. 2024 is so far off. In a December 5th call, the president for the first time mentioned challenging the election results in Congress. By mid-December, the Internet was filled with speculation about my role. An irresponsible TV ad by a group calling itself the Lincoln Project suggested that when I presided over the January 6th joint session of Congress to count the electoral votes... It would prove that I knew it's over and that by doing my constitutional duty, I would be putting the final nail in the coffin. To my knowledge, it was the first time anyone implied I might be able to change the outcome. It was designed to annoy the president. It worked. During a December cabinet meeting, President Trump told me the ad looked bad for you. I replied that it wasn't true. I had fully supported the legal challenges to the election and would continue to do so. I'll skip through a little bit here and there. On December 23rd, my family boarded Air Force Two to spend Christmas with my friends. As we flew across America, President Trump retweeted an obscure article titled Operation Pence Card. It alluded to the theory that if all else failed, I could alter the outcome of the election on January 6th. I showed it to Karen, my wife, and rolled my eyes. Uh, I'll skip that because I want to make sure I get all the good stuff in. On New Year's Day, the phone rang. Texas Representative Louis Gohmert and other Republicans had filed a lawsuit asking a federal judge to declare that I had exclusive authority and sole discretion to decide which electoral votes should count. I don't want to see Pence opposes Gohmert suit as a headline this morning, the president told me. Wow. I told him I did oppose it. If it gives you the power, he asked, why would you oppose it? Which is an interesting thing for Trump to say, if this is true, Uh, of course. Yeah. If it gives you the power, why would you oppose it? I told him, as I had many times, that I didn't believe I possessed the power under the Constitution. You're too honest, he chided. Hundreds of thousands are going to hate your guts. People are going to think you're stupid. On Saturday, January 2nd, I instructed my chief of staff to issue a statement supporting the right of lawmakers to bring objections under the Electoral Count Act. By Sunday morning, the headline, Pence welcomes Congressional Republicans' bid to challenge the votes, was everywhere. When the president called me that morning, his mood had brightened. You have gone from very unpopular to popular, he exclaimed. But then he pressed me again to reject the votes unilaterally. You can be a historic figure. If you wimp out, you're just another somebody. On January 4th, the president's chief of staff, Mark Meadows, summoned me to the Oval Office for a meeting with a long list of attendees, including the legal scholar John Eastman. 
This gets pretty interesting if you were starting to get bored with this. I listened respectfully as Mr. Eastman argued that I should modify the proceedings, which require that the electoral votes be opened and counted in alphabetical order by saving the five disputed states until the end. Mr. Eastman claimed I had the authority to return the votes to the states until each legislature certified which of the competing slate of electors for the state was correct. I had already confirmed that there were no competing electors. Mr. Eastman repeatedly qualified his argument, saying it was only a legal theory. I asked, well, do you think I have the authority to reject or return the votes? He said, well, it's never been tested in the courts, so I think it's an open question. At that, I turned to the president, who was distracted, and said, Mr. President, did you hear that? Even your own lawyer doesn't think I have the authority to return the electoral votes. The president nodded. As Mr. Eastman continued to try to explain, the president replied, I like the other thing better. Presumably meaning that I could simply reject the electoral votes. <laughs> I like the other thing better. On January 5th, so this is the day before the rally, I got an urgent call that the president was asking to see me in the Oval Office. The president's lawyers, including Mr. Eastman, were now requesting that I simply reject the electors. I later learned that Mr. Eastman had conceded to my general counsel that rejecting electoral votes was a bad idea and any attempt to do so would be quickly overturned by a unanimous Supreme Court. This guy didn't even believe what he was telling the president. That's news. Mm. That is news if you've been following the whole John Eastman letter and the whole John Eastman thing. If this is true that, that he told Pence's people behind the scenes, it'd get overturned by the Supreme Court immediately. Mm hmm. That's oh, I news. believe that. Yeah, I mean, because you can, we have uh, gone to a lawyer and say, look, is there an argument in favor of this? And they'll say, well, you could say this, that, or the other, but I don't like your chances. So lawyers will do that. So th- this does not uh, stretch my credulity. <laughs> right before going to bed, I saw that the Trump campaign had issued a statement. The New York Times reported that I had told the president I didn't believe I had the power to block the certification. That was true, but the statement called it fake news. I had a feeling that January 6th was going to be a very long day. Um, uh, I rose early that day and worked on my statement to Congress. When the phone rang a little after 11 o'clock, it was the president. Despite the press release you issued last night, I said, I've always been forthright with you, Mr. President. I reiterated that I don't believe I have the power to decide which electoral votes would count, And I would be issuing a statement to Congress confirming that before the joint session. The president laid into me. You'll go down as a wimp. If you do that, I made a big mistake five years ago. But when he said, you're not protecting our country, you're supposed to support and defend our country. I reminded him we both took an oath to support and defend the Constitution. Okay, now they head to the Capitol. I'll hit you with the, the how this all ends in just a second. Now, your home is unlikely to be swarmed by an angry mob, but break-ins are a thing these days. There's a hell of a lot of crime. And Simply Safe Home Security, which has been a great idea all along, is now a fabulous idea. Number one rated Simply Safe Home Security system, now 50% off for our listeners' biggest offer of the year. Don't miss it. It's a whole home security system with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out. Smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when a threat is real, which is a problem with a lot of systems. Even hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats. 24-7 professional monitoring for around a dollar a day? Uh, Yeah, under a dollar a day, which is less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system. Don't miss your chance for massive savings on Simply Safe. It's terrific at 50% off. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. 
Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Uh, I should point out that some of the paragraphs that I'm skipping, he talks about how um, how willing he was to go through the process of making sure all the voting was fair and all that sort of stuff, which I believe he did. I, um, the cynical view of this to me would be, uh, and I don't think there's a lot of reason to be cynical about this piece that Mike Pence wrote. It sounds very believable to me, uh, the way it's written so far. But he clearly wants to uh, make the point that he stood up for the Constitution and did the right thing while also trying to make it clear to Trump voters that he went through the whole process to try to make sure it was... He didn't dismiss the idea that there might have been too much hinky stuff going on. Sure, yeah. He also says, as the motorcade motorcade arrived at the Capitol, this is on January 6th and the crowd is giant, I saw thousands of protesters standing peacefully on the East Lawn. I felt compassion for all the good people who had traveled to Washington, having been told that the outcome of the election could be changed. They cheered as we entered. I turned to my daughter and sighed, God bless those people, they're going to be disappointed. So, Mm -hmm. Whether that happened or not, I don't know. Um, he, uh, He goes in and they do their thing, and it was late in the whole proceeding while they're inside the Capitol working on this, that he was informed that it was ugly outside. He had no idea it was ugly outside. Really, nobody in there did. And he certainly didn't know that they had gotten into the building until quite late, which is uh, surprising to me. Um, as he said, 40 minutes into the session, um, uh, 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 a woman who was uh, seated in a, f- a few feet in front of me leaned back in her chair and whispered, Mr. Vice President, protesters have breached the building's doors on the first floor, just informing you. A member of my Secret Service detail walked into the Senate floor straight to my chair and said, Mr. Vice President, we gotta go. I was confident that the U.S. Capitol Police would soon have the situation in hand. I could see how you would if you hadn't been watching the videos. You would think, mm-hmm. okay, some protesters got in, whatever. You know, if you were watching the videos... You would have thought, I don't know if they can stop this mob from getting right. to where I am. Yeah. Uh, so I told him we'd wait in the nearby ceremonial office reserved for my use as president of the Senate. Soon, my lead Secret Service agent walked into the crowded office and said, Sir, we have to get you out of this building. The protesters who had smashed their way into the House side of the Capitol were heading for the Senate. I later learned that many had come looking for me. I told my detail I wasn't leaving my post. The head Secret Service guy pleaded for us to leave. The rioters had reached our floor. I pointed my finger at his chest and said, You're not hearing me. I'm not leaving. I'm not giving those people the sight of a 16-car motorcade speeding away from the Capitol. Okay, he answered in a voice that made it clear he wasn't okay. Well, we can't stay here. This office only has a glass door. We can't protect you. That's So then they got him into the garage where he uh, spent his time. Now, whether it went mm-hmm. down like that, sticking the finger in the chest, I don't know. You know, may have, maybe did. I don't know. You're throwing in an awful lot of disclaimers. Uh, I, I think that's interesting. I, oh, well, I don't. I'll tell you why. I, I I'm skeptical of uh, all autobiographies. <laughs> um, when when people uh, present themselves as the hero, I always am. Even people I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, doesn't mean it's not true, but. Well, there's no point in this. Art, uh, I heard somebody say this about autobiographies one time. If you're reading an autobiography and there's nothing in there where they did something stupid or played the fool or did something really wrong, <laughs> you'd be a little right. skeptical. And there's nothing in this long article where he did anything at all that isn't close to heroic. <laughs> so, But he may have done all this. It very well may be 100% true. He is a straight arrow, though. And he definitely is. Um, so they went down to the garage. They wanted him to get in the car. He didn't want to get in the car because he thought, if I get in that car, they're going to drive away and I'll have no way to stop it. So he did mm-hmm. not get into the car. 
Um, I'll skip ahead because, oh, dang it, we're out of time. I really want to get to the very ending of this, just the well, way, no, I, way, I, they, really, they, way they parted. Let's do it next segment. That's fine. This um, is, I'm really enjoying this. Yeah, I will, I will hit with the last bit of his relationship with Trump, and I think it probably was the very last bit of their having any relationship whatsoever when we come back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Need to address this. We just got a text. So we're raising money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, which there are several freedom stations now in fact they announced they're going to work on number three but they're all in san diego and we got a text from somebody said hey i'm in texas i like the military but is there anything i can donate that helps texas no it doesn't matter where you are in the military you can join the military in wherever uh and end up in san diego yeah, as a former military brat, I will tell you this, and, and the brother, uh, just like Jack is, of an active duty member of the military, uh, uh, you go where they send you. <laughs> I mean, there are kids from all over the country. And in yeah. fact, 
immigrants who are benefiting from uh, who, who've served bravely in our armed forces uh, from Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Just Every corner to, of, of the country. Just want to make sh- clear about that. Uh, so go to armstrongandgetty.com if you want to donate. How much time do we have, Michael? Because I want to make sure I can fit this in. Okay. So this is Mike Pence writing a piece in the Wall Street Journal, My Final Days with Donald Trump. We just went through a big chunk of the first part of it. We're now to January 6th. He's down in the garage uh, where his Secret Service detail has taken him. They wanted to get him out of there. He said he didn't want to leave and make it look like, you know, the the, the, the riders had driven him out of the building. Uh, he mentions this. I have to fit this in because this is the most maddening part of the day to me. The president sent a tweet at 224. Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our Constitution, giving states a chance to certify a corrected set of facts, not the fraudulent or inaccurate ones which were we were asked to previously certify. Rioters were ransacking the Capitol. Some of them, I later was told, were chanting, hang Mike Pence. I ignored the tweet and got back to work. Um, that tweet, to me, was the impeachable offense. He should have been impeached and removed within an hour for that. That was as Awful as anything any president has ever done in our nation's history. I'll never change on that opinion. But um, back to uh, Pence writing this. Um, they uh, they go back in. They get it cleared out. He goes through all of the things that Trump said to calm things down. All of the tweets. He lists all those. You know, mm-hmm. please support our capital law enforcement. We're, we're the peaceful party. Remain peaceful. Remember, we're the party of law and order. All the good things Trump said later after that. So definitely worth mentioning. And uh, and and Pence does. Pence also mentions that when we went back in and were able to reconvene, most lawmakers withdrew their support for objections that had been filed earlier. The violence and destruction, the rioters actually ended the debate over the election irregularities. They all pulled their debate at that point, which is kind of an interesting point. Well, because they were throwing matches around and the house was burning down and uh, suddenly they and Trump were in favor of fire safety, if I might uh torture the metaphor i met with the president on january 11th he looked tired and his voice seemed fainter than usual how are you he began how are karen and charlotte that's his wife and daughter i replied tersely that they were fine and i told him they had been at the capitol on january 6th he responded with a hint of regret i just learned that he then asked were you scared no i replied i was angry you and i had our differences that day mr president and seeing these people tearing up the capitol infuriated me He started to bring up the election, saying that people were angry, but his voice trailed off. I told him that he had to set that aside, and he responded quietly, yeah. I said, those people who broke into the Capitol might have been supporters, but they're not our movement. For five years, we had both spoken to crowds of the most patriotic, law-abiding, God-fearing people in the country. With genuine sadness in his voice, the president mused, what if we hadn't had the rally? What if they hadn't gone to the Capitol? It's too terrible to end like this. It's Trump saying that. On January 14th, the day after President Trump was impeached for the second time, I stopped by the Oval Office. The night before, he had unequivocally denounced the violence at the Capitol and called for calm and national unity. I congratulated him on his address. I knew you'd like it, he said. He seemed discouraged, so I reminded that I was praying for him. Don't bother, he said. Wow. (laughs) As I stood to leave, he said, it's been fun. A privilege, Mr. President, I answered. Yeah, with you. Walking toward the door leading to the hallway, I paused, looked the president in the eye and said, I guess we'll just have to disagree on two things. What? I referred to our disagreement about January 6th and then said, I'm never going to stop praying for you. He smiled. He said, yeah, that's right. Don't ever change. That was their last speaking. I'm praying for you. Don't bother. I think that's an interesting response. I don't know what it means, but. 
Yeah, well, Trump's probably an atheist, right? And then Trump's saying it's been fun. <laughs> wow. What a unique, unique dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> After all that, it's been fun. Yeah. <laughs> they were trying to hang me with my wife and daughter next to me. <laughs> You know, never mind future generations. In like 10 years, I'm not going to be able to believe that all this happened. Right. I think. I know. I'm going to start thinking, I must be getting senile. That Nothing a, that crazy could have happened. had to be a movie or something. So is the Trump train running out of tracks? We'll hit that in the next hour. Uh, pro and con. Uh, also, and this is such a rarity, two L.A. Times columnists have written columns of such surpassing stupidity, it'll be <laughs> difficult to pick which one's more idiotic. <laughs> Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.